RadioInfluence.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with... Thank God it's Friday, Val, and... It's very, very cold. It's going to get colder. It's going to be 26 here tomorrow. 26. It's already 22, feels like three. (laughs) Your wind chill, your real temperature wind chill factor thing. Which is, yeah, that's as as real as it gets, feels like. Well, then it is. Right? (laughs) 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 Wow. I never thought about it like that. Never got it. Never got it. I never thought about it that way. Tons of stuff to talk about today, Frank. Um, we're going to start with something serious and we'll move on from there. This is this is a story that's been floating around for a couple days now and I've just been in a column. I'm writing a very big column, so I've been overwhelmed with it. But remember the heat map story we we did Adam Adam in the chat. Hello Adam wrote it. It was uh, yes. the Barris heat map in Maricopa County of all the, you know, hot zones. Well, listen, they have taken those heat maps and they've overlaid the, here, they've overlaid the problem areas on election day. And it is unbelievably telling. The, The problem areas are legitimately only in the Republican heat map areas. It's it's stark. You know, this visual on its own, I mean, look at it. You're seeing it, right? I'm waiting for the damn thing. I'm it's not oh here you go. Yes. Look, look at this. These little it's, a, it's like exclusive. It's exclusive, it's right. So I'm not sure how this is gonna play into to things, but it's it's bad. It's really it looks bad. like the, uh, the 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 bio lab, the biolab bombing map in Ukraine <laughs> that they that they said it was not was not real and started banning people on Twitter for pointing it out in the February of last year. You know, <laughs> I haven't gotten into that story either, but uh... it's incredible. Look at that. That's incredible. Yeah, I'll I'll do the the full screen again. So you can see it's something else. I'm looking for the Chinese spy story because everybody's talking about it in the chat already. Um, And it's on my list of things to talk about. There is a Chinese spy balloon flying its way over the United States of America. Nobody's doing anything about it. It's just gradually making its way across. I have a map of where they think it'll go. Why is this thing not shot down already? Can I ask that question? But what, what, what is the, 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 the whole, the spy balloon th- as a technology? Like, what are we talking about? Does it look like a, a Goodyear blimp? How conspicuous is it? it what, it, what technology is attached to it? Does it have a big camera on it? I mean, how did it get here? And, and why is this such a slow-moving embarrassment for everybody? It's embarrassing for the Chinese that they would e- that they would even do something as ridiculous as this. It's embarrassing for us. It, I, 
if I just take everything that on face value of what this is, it's just so weird. It, it is weird. I, I Canada had the same issue going on, by the way. And some of you want, may wonder, like, it's a big balloon. And I had um, a map of it up of where it's going, but it's gone. Um, spy balloon projected path. It, it comes right over where I live if it gets all the way. And I can't see. Wait, wait, wait. So it passed over the entire United States? It goes, it goes here. Um, it started over on the West Coast. It cuts through like the middle of the country. And it comes out like right on the border of North and South Carolina. And I can't find what I had. So right now it's making its way eastward. Yeah. Floating right it, over the United States. And it, it and it is it in any way, shape, or form remote controlled. I don't have any idea. Or is it just following the jet stream? It looks like it's it's following the jet stream. It's a silver balloon. It's big. Here's a here's a picture of it across the moon. Here's the moon. You could see up in the right hand corner how big it is. Is that wait I'm waiting for the delay to stop. yeah it's okay what planet is that people think it's a ufo which technically i guess it could be you see you it, see it it technically is yeah um what is, that? What is that? it looks like the iss it does right i had a map of where this thing is supposed to they think it's going to go um why but what if it, why would you launch it if there's no remote control technology to guide it because then well, what if it just passes over completely meaningless parts of the country well what do you you don't know what they're using it for i guess maybe what, right. what's meaningless to you is not meaningless to them but, but what i'm saying is random i mean i i may, perhaps it, uh they they're looking for a specific thing what i'm saying what how can they what about if this is a randomly floating balloon, then they don't know what they're going to be grabbing. I, a lot of risk for not for, for potentially coming up dry. Yeah, they're saying they're not going to do anything about it. They're just going to leave it there. <laughs> Who knows? what? I, I, my first question was, are they dropping something out of that balloon that we don't see? Like, do you even know? What, what the hell are you guys doing? What are you doing? Could be the EMP. Could be the EMP everybody's, everybody's Here, waiting for. Here's a random news clip I haven't listened to going yet. Going out of that breaking news because Pentagon, Pentagon officials are telling CBS News tonight they are monitoring a suspected Chinese spy balloon that's been flying at high altitude over the U.S. And this comes just as Secretary of State Antony Blinken is set to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping next week. CBS's David Martin is following this developing story at the Pentagon. And good evening, David. So where was this found? Well, on Wednesday, the spy balloon was over Montana, which is where some of the silos for intercontinental ballistic missiles are located. Mm, there you go. President Biden initially wanted to shoot it down, and jet fighters scrambled to be in position. But the Pentagon ultimately recommended against it because of the danger oh, come of falling on. debris might pose to people on the ground. Falling debris? Falling debris? In Montana? 
So that's everybody out there. If you want to send a spy balloon into U.S. airspace, go ahead. No one's going to do anything about it because they, there may be some falling debris. Listen, I... this is freaking crazy land. And then there are people on Twitter, and Chris brought this up at the pre-show. Hat tip Chris. Saying, it's not really a big deal. This kind of thing happens all the time. <laughs> this, this, this is, I don't know. I don't know what to even make, make of this. This is ridiculous. This is perfectly normal, guys. Don't say anything. This is really, you guys are just making a big deal out of nothing. Well, it's not normal, but it's also doesn't doesn't pass the sniff test and i don't even know why first of all why with all the technology that we have we've made china such a cutting edge military we've made them a cutting edge military why are they still why are they anybody using spy balloons like this is this is world war ii i i just because don't get this. they can because they can that's why because I guess okay. if we were to shoot it down, it would be considered an act of war somehow. I don't know. That, uh, th that isn't it. But okay. if this is an actually a, a spy mission over the United States airspace, that is an act of war. Yeah, well, I know. Agreed. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I think that thing should have been blown out of the sky the second it crossed into anywhere near. Look, this bothers me a lot. It bothers me a lot. Like this thing, if allowed to continue on its projected path comes right down like I could literally stand outside my house, look up and see it. Hi, China. It's terrible. G God knows what they're doing with it. Well, can't you just deflate it? Can you just like shoot an arrow at it or something? I mean, does it have to be an explosion? Could it be a, I don't know. I, I mean, if, like when Batman grabbed all of Joker's balloons with his, uh, with his, his plane, why don't you send a helicopter up there and it's too and, high. Okay. Then get a plane up there. They should get a plane up there. Here's Jack Posobiec. I actually liked what he said here. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not even going to introduce myself. That balloon should have been blown sky high the oh, minute that wow. it crossed <laughs> us airspace and every single second that it hangs there is another reminder of just how owned our politicians, our system, our businesses are by the Chinese Communist Party. They should have lit it up. That's a, that's a, that is not a it's, surveillance it's, package on a, a balloon. It's a target. No, it no, is no, a no. Target. It's not a surveillance balloon. It's a trial balloon. It is. They're trying to see what they can get through. But let's let's say. And, and by say, the way, say. they say it's not the first time it's happened. Oh, oh. So they've been doing this. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's because Hunter Biden, <laughs> there's a meme of Hunter Biden with a bunch of balloons in his diaper. <laughs> uh, we, could, we should send the, uh, the the red the boy with the red balloon up there. You ever see the red balloon? The red balloon. It's an old French foreign short film. I have not. Okay, never mind. Then don't forget, don't forget but keep going. Hold on. I, I was sent a picture by um, somebody who's helping me out here in on the side. I'm going to put it in a Twitter message to myself so that I can show it to you. This is so funny. This is the quick way to get things from your phone to Twitter here. Um, this is the pathway. This is the pathway of the balloon that they're expecting the balloon to take. Here it is. Okay. 
There it is on screen for you, Frank. It's going to go through Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, the Midwest, where all our food is made, Missouri, uh, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, North and South Carolina. But look at the arrow right through the border of North and South Carolina. And that's where I, that's where I live. I live right, I live right there. Do you think I can get it with an AK? (laughs) Well, I mean, considering the states that it's going through, if somebody, you you look at the states that it's going through right there, you're telling me that there's not going to be at least 10,000 people that are going to take out their 30 odd six and just see if they can touch it. I I think um... a 50, a 50 cal. You don't think so? I mean, those are the prime states to have. So, I mean, aside from going even lower into Oklahoma, Texas, and then we would really have a nice little, uh, we'd have a nice little showing of force. But I believe it's incumbent upon every American to try to take this thing down. I mean, if they're not going to do it for us, we might as well do it ourselves, right? Unbelievable. So I, that, <laughs> I think so. I think it's a hell. You know what? The government's not going to do anything about it. This is this is our home. There's a Chinese. If they say if this is for real, it's a Chinese surveillance balloon going over everybody's houses. Hell, man. I mean, that's <laughs> I say it's open season. It, I don't understand why it hasn't been done yet. People are just standing outside. I mean, I guess it's so high. How are you going to? I know the bullet. The bullet might just lose steam. But, you know, you. Uh, Ridiculous. We'll keep our eye on the Chinese spy balloon that's floating over the United States. I, how fast is it traveling? No one knows. I just, I can't believe that we are living in a, in a time such as this. I really can't. T- 20 minutes on this damn stupid thing that shouldn't even have been a story because it should have been gone the second it was seen. What is happening? <sighs> okay. And and I'm just concerned. What are they? Are they dropping something out of that thing, Frank? What are they doing with it? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. I'm just gonna laugh my whole way We're through. We're all this gonna one. die eventually, right? I mean. Oh yes. Wesley Hunt did something awesome on the on the floor yesterday. We're going to play it. It's two minutes long. If you're going to watch the video with us, if you're watching the live show, I find it interesting. In the beginning, not so much, but towards the end, the man makes a brilliant, brilliant point here, but he also refuses to remove his hand from his temple. So it's very interesting to me. It's it's almost, I don't know. It just caught my attention and I was like, this is weird, but it's it's a great, it's a great clip. It's, it's here we go. Grace, this is actually an issue of public safety. And if I call this, if I call this an invasion, sir, I'm not racist. I can assure you I'm not racist. What I can assure you is that I want to make sure that fentanyl doesn't indiscriminately kill any race, religion, color, or creed, because fentanyl doesn't care where you're from. Fentanyl doesn't care about race. Fentanyl kills indiscriminately. This gentleman right here works his tail off every single day to stop that from happening. Now, there's been a break in the dam, and that's pretty obvious, because a couple of years ago, of course, we had some problems, but it wasn't amplified to the level that we are seeing every single day. And the reason why we have to be careful with what we call and what we deem racist moving forward in the future is because we, stop, we, stop lose, we start to lose focus on what the actual problem is. 
This administration, the Democrat Party, unfortunately, uses race as a scapegoat for everything. And as somebody that wants to make sure that we do attack racist issues when they do occur, we can't be the boy who cried wolf and blame racism all the time. I am here to hold this administration accountable to understand that there are issues of race that need to be addressed. And sir, this ain't one of them. I applaud some of your actions in El Paso. It sounds like you're doing some great things. But I'm going to tell you, as being born and raised in Texas, living in Houston, we have a problem. And this problem has precipitated over the course of the past two years. That is a fact. I get working together. I get reaching across the aisle. But this morning, I can't believe that we had a one-hour debate over whether or not we should sing the Pledge of Allegiance mm -hmm. before we convene every day. One hour. That, to me, is antithetical to the point of this meeting today. I implore you all to be careful with using race because your son's no longer here. And I'm sorry. There's 100,000 sons and daughters that are no longer here because of fentanyl last year. I mean... Thank you for saying that, even though it's so blatantly obvious. And it brings us right into the absolute clown show that was Congress yesterday. Oh, oh, I had. Oh, boy. Boy, the ladies really stepped up. Oh, my gosh. Boy, what a, what a banner day for ladies in government. So they voted on the House to remove Elon Omar from her committees. Good. Good, because she's a snake. Um, she is a snake. And I've got a bunch of clips about this. They passed the resolution. AOC, just what a contrived, fake, ridiculous. I'm going to play it in case people aren't focused on this stuff. Um, it, I'm going to play it in its, in its raw and... I can barely even listen to it. It's terrible. Here we go. Don't tell me that this is about an a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her <laughs> to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color um, in, the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me don't because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. Oh, she slammed that book down on that. She's so mad. Don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay, we won't. We won't tell you. Rashida Tlaib. Is, is, is she's, Congresswoman she's Omar in the same week, they introduced a bill to ban federal employees from engaging in censorship. Listen to them. They're hysterical. The free speech warriors today. The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are, really. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time to has expired. Omar, the gentlewoman's so time sorry, has expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. You the, belong the gentlewoman is no longer yes. recognized, and the, the I'm gentleman glad. I'm from glad Mrs. the country failed her yesterday. That was great. I mean, there's... that was my favorite part of yesterday. The country failed uh, Ilan Omar. I'm so happy. <laughs> I have um, I have something something funny that I think we should listen to. It's uh, here. I think it's here we go. <laughs> Wendy has a column coming out on this this morning. It's in preview mode on your screen right now. Here we go. 
weaponizing hate against a black, beautiful Muslim woman. Where are the free speech warriors today? The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are, really. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar, the gentlewoman's time has expired. I'm so sorry, sis. Do you mean sis, S-I-S, or sis, C-I-S? Because I'm, I'm pretty, just, uh, I'm pretty sure where she's from, she would stone the. <laughs> I, I, I would. Uh, I just hope that, I, I just hope that we don't have to wait long before we can replace Ilan Omar with another capable black, beautiful Muslim woman, because that. <laughs> That was obviously we're obviously missing out on a lot by having her not here. Does everybody remember what she said? She literally called they 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 brought a resolution to the floor to condemn her remarks. They were so terrible. She said she said that is Israel was basically here. This is the resolution that was brought to the House, condemning the anti-Semitic comments of Representative Elon Omar from Minnesota. If any one of us would have said what she said on any social media platform, we would have been banned immediately. Which is a problem in itself. Well, okay. And it's like I said, she's a snake. I'm not going to give her uh, brownie points for anything. I think there's there's plenty of criticism that should be lobbed at our continuing uh, our continuing relationship, this entangling relationship with Israel. Well, same as we have with many other countries out there too, but especially Israel, we, a lot, a lot of problems we have here. But I'm not, I'm not going to give brownie points to a person who, who also is, is just part of this, this, this Marxist front that wants to destroy everything else that's traditionally American, and, uh, and especially the Constitution that she so uh, blasphemously pledges her loyalty to. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the that's the biggest thing. I think most people on the Foreign Affairs Committee should not be there. But um, but yeah, no, this is good. I mean, good. And then again, what what you remove one rat and 60 more show up in their place. Please. Yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about a couple other things that happened yesterday. More self owns Jerry Nadler opposing the offer to say the Pledge of Allegiance before Judiciary Committee meetings. Here he is. I don't think we should say it because it's just offensive. We say it every day on on the Congress, and then they're like, "You." He says, "I've said it dozens of times." <laughs> dozens, huh? Okay. Here we go. And our Pledge of Allegiance is a national symbol of pride and unity. And it was a great honor to be able to invite one of my constituents this morning to offer the Pledge of Allegiance. And so my amendment uh, gives the committee the opportunity to begin each of its meetings with the Pledge of Allegiance. It gives our members the ability to invite inspirational constituents to be able to share and lead in the Pledge of Allegiance. I offered this amendment to the judiciary rules two years ago, and it was defeated. And I'm very optimistic that we'll have a different outcome today. That's the amendment, Mr. Chairman. I thank the gentleman for his amendment. Uh, support the amendment. Does anyone seek recognition? Gentleman from New York, ranking member. God, no. I would oppose he's it simply great. on the grounds that uh, uh, as members know, we pledge allegiance every day on the floor, and uh, I don't know why we ha we should pledge allegiance twice in the same day to show how patriotic we are. Uh, then the view, the view weighed in, Frank, because oh. they matter. And they have plenty of weight. 
<laughs> now, you'll recall from our oh, last... Oh, I don't want five minutes of great that game. His pass without opposition, again, it was something that already happens every day when folks walk in oh, and wait they a start second. their day. Does she have what? a... Band-aid on her do finger? It every day. She has a band-aid on her finger. She must have cut herself, Frank. <laughs> That's what Does they do. Does it still count as a win if you I, just I, vote on I, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and this is the Judiciary Committee, right? So wouldn't it be better show of patriotism to be working on issues like police violence, mass shootings, prison no. reforms? No. You know, it, it, no, it wouldn't. You know, this... You know, people, I, I don't know what it's going to take for them to recognize that people don't, they're not fooling, we're not fooling around. The people in the United States are not fooling around. You wasted everybody's time. Yeah. Oh, you're such a dumb, She's so dumb person. stupid. I can't stand listening to anybody talk anymore. Everybody's just, just so, everybody's so stupid. I'm actually going to do a show about this tonight. The cognitive, cognitive decline that we just see all around us. You know, uh, let alone people who have been chosen to have these high paying jobs on TV to be the most well paid idiots among us. There's no shortage of that around. You, you'll have a you could just spend about three or four hours. You could have enough material for 17 shows, 18 shows, 19. Oof, God, so stupid. Finally, there was a refusal to support a resolution to denounce socialism. Because you know, why would we denounce socialism in the American in the United States of America? I mean, four members. Well, of this, it, yeah, why why would you denounce it? Especially since Republicans and Democrats are are completely in agreement on socializing everything. There's a, a list of people who voted against the resolution. There's there's I, I don't I don't. It'll be that column will be out soon. Hey, Frank, today's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Oh, fantastic. I need some VPNing in my life. I know. I like to VPN, too. I spend so much time on my phone. How much time do you spend on your phone? <laughs> oh, a lot, a lot. But but the, the bigger the bigger problem these days is Chinese spy balloons. <laughs> I mean, will, will it protect you? Will it protect you from those? <laughs> well, the scary part is your phone carrier, forget the Chinese, but your phone carrier is collecting data on whatever you're doing. And Verizon's even admitted to that. They say it's so that they can better understand your interests. But really, all they want to do is sell your activity to advertisers and the government, apparently. <laughs> So stuff like these sites you visited and what you've been up to online are freely available. The more they can get on you, the larger their paycheck becomes, which is why I use ExpressVPN, Frank. ExpressVPN is an app that prevents your phone carrier from being able to see the sites you visit and sell it off to third parties. All it takes is one tap of a button and all of your network data gets encrypted and rerouted through ExpressVPN's secure servers for the ultimate privacy. Not only does it shield your web browsing, but ExpressVPN protects all of your network data so you can stay private even when using your favorite apps. When your phone carrier tracks you, that's a gross invasion of privacy. You can either keep letting them cash in on you or visit expressvpn.com slash dark to light to get the same VPN that we use. Take back your online privacy today and use my link to get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash dark to light expressvpn slash dark to light that's like that's like a that's like having a resolution to say hey can we all pretend we don't like this while we all uh pass 
two trillion dollar omnibus bills. You know, I, I it's just so this is why I'm saying this is why I'm saying when when Republicans take a, the edge in the House and they bring in Kevin McCarthy and mm-hmm. or before he was made speaker and he says the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to have the entire Constitution written or or, or read out onto the, the, the floor of the House I'm like good. Good. Right. Yeah, because that's not anywhere where people can find it. Well, we've got a clip from McCarthy that, you know, he does one good. It's two steps forward, two steps backwards or three steps backwards in this case. But there were other crazy things that happened yesterday. You know, I'm doing a little project, Frank, and I'm looking Mm -hmm. through. I'm going to show the screen that was not supposed to happen. Um, I have a whole spreadsheet here of all of the letters the Judiciary Committee has sent to the FBI and the DOJ and others about the weaponization of the Justice Department. And I'm doing a lot of work on this right now. And one of the things that I realized, a bunch of letters are sent to Ron Klain, who's the chief of staff for Joe Biden, right? A lot of the letters are, all of the letters are just ignored. They're just ignored. Um, they don't respond to them. They don't provide information. And then the next letter that comes is, hey, we sent you a letter last week or last month and you didn't reply to it by the deadline. We'd like you to reply to it now. Like, And then they just continuously not reply. But one of the letters went to this man who watched this performance. This is something else. Learned- here, here he is. Let me make sure the volume's up for everybody. You'll hear it. Everything I know about how to be a good father from Joe Biden. He is the best father I know and the best role model I know. And along the way, he's taught me a thing or two about politics and policy as well. <laughs> I learned everything I know. Um, did you see how he, he just, he like just shut it off like in a very weird, weird. These people are automatons. They're, they are, they're, they're histrionic. That's, that's the actual clinical uh, diagnosis. They're they're histrionic. Yes. I just want to. I want to show everybody. He's sobbing. Joe about, Biden. About how he learned how to be a good father from Joe Biden. Whoa. We could dissect that for quite yeah, a while. So so this guy probably takes showers with his daughters too. Then I guess. But he cries. He's he is the best father I know. The best role model I know. I know. He's a good and along the way, he's taught me a thing or two about politics and who cries like that. And then all of a sudden jumps right back into normal speech. A histrionic person. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And we had Joe Biden saying that half the women in his administration are women. So more than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in my administration are women. Yeah, I know. More than- that's actually that's more true than you know. And so out come the memes of the trans people that he had working for him who have the now half are pretenders. <laughs> they've been arrested for stealing people's luggage. Man in charge of all our nuclear secrets arrested for stealing people's luggage at the airport. <laughs> I mean, it's straight up crazy. Now, to Kevin McCarthy. To Kevin McCarthy yesterday. Mm. One of the first things Marjorie Taylor Greene said from the oversight dais was that Ashley Babbitt was murdered. Mm-hmm. Do you think Ashley Babbitt was murdered, or do you think the police officer who shot her was doing his job? I think the police officer did his job. Oh yeah, that man's definitely going to help the J6ers for sure. 
Yeah, he'll, he'll be right up there. Oh. He'll be right up there helping them out. Uh, President Trump um, came out and he had a comment. He said he, he dis disagrees with what McCarthy said. I had it up here. I don't know what happened to my prep in the 15 minutes before I went live today with you. But President Trump denounced that comment. Rightfully so. That's terrible. Can you imagine if that happened to a Democrat protesters protester during the the Kavanaugh confirmation, for example? I or know the summer of love, or anywhere in Portland, while they were burning down federal buildings. Yeah. So yeah, way to go, Kevin. Way to go. You know, like if, if that happened to any of the rapists that were were doing their thing without any repercussions in in that uh in the chad the chad area or the chaz area whatever whatever the hell they called it out there in uh in oregon you remember that oh i remember when they were they weren't they plot they, they planting they were planting crops and 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 yeah on top of a tarp we're gonna we're gonna become autonomous we'll grow our own food you watch this is the beginning of a new dawn. I have uh, something funny for everybody that just reminded me of. Sir. Mr. Connery, why don't you pick? It looks like this is my lucky day. I'll take the rapists for 200. It's That's therapist. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> I'll the take. Rapist. I'll take Latich now. <laughs> Let it snow. <laughs> what was the other? There, there's a there's a there's a couple of really awesome ones there too. I forget them all. Those Sean Connery on Jeopardy bits were great. Yeah, they were. That was back when we were allowed to be funny. Norm Macdonald as Burt Reynolds over there. Yes. Yeah, it's a big hat. It's a big hat. <laughs> um. I, 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 oh, here's Trump's statement. I totally disagree with the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, and that the police officer thug, who has had a very checkered past to begin with, was not just, quote, doing his job when he uh, shot and killed great patriot Ashley Babbitt at point blank range. Despite trying to keep him anonymous, shielded, and protected, this misfit proudly showed up on NBC fake nightly news bragging about the killing. He was not a hero, but a coward who wanted to show how tough he was. Ashley Babbitt was murdered. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you for that. Speaking, Indeed she was. Yeah, and she sure was. And there needs to be justice. And then her mom being arrested outside the Capitol on the anniversary of her daughter's death for jaywalking. This is the weaponization of the Department of Justice. The topic of my, my column that is coming out next week. And it's something. Like when, hey, you, when, you, when do you think? Oh, okay. We'll continue about the column. No, it's all right. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's coming out next week and what's in it? No, it's it's basically like I'm putting the whole story together and how they have um, targeted whistleblowers um, from within the bureau that are trying to expose this stuff. And I have a bunch of never before seen things that are going to come out in the column for the first time. And it's really terrible. But that's hmm. what I've been doing for the past like five or six days now, three or four days since Tuesday. Yeah. Um, when do you think Donald Trump is going to uh, crack open a can of Twitter? I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's some kind of agreement in place where he has to 
tweet on Me? or tr- truth first and then can put things on other platforms. Well, I mean, if he's a serious presidential candidate, you'd think that they'd start doing a little bit of that syndication now. It, it's, it would be it would be smarter for him to start. Yeah, if he's going to be campaigning hardcore. Um, he has Nikki Haley to go up against. I think she's announcing on the 15th. Yay. Yeah, I'm so excited about her. I can't wait. What a strong woman. That'll yeah. put... Um... That'll put Elon Omar in her place. We'll really double down on the Israel love with Nikki Haley. She's. Okay. Hannity had Joseph Latipo, Dr. Latipo from Florida on his show. If you had to take a bet. Actually, I'm just going to play it. Tell me when in this short clip of a minute and 21 seconds, you start to get frustrated. Okay, raise your hand, Frank. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I keep reading about myocarditis. I'm not a doctor. I keep reading about a higher incidence of blood clotting. I'm not a doctor. I keep reading about other complications. Now, is it from the virus itself? Do you believe it's a combination of of certain things? Um, Maybe certain people with certain genetic predispositions are not made for this virus. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, so I'm asking you. Um, that's a pretty urgent warning that you sent out. And I know you believe it was based on the science, correct? Well, you know, it's very kind of you, Hannity, to to state the fact that you're not a doctor. But it really (laughs) is okay to believe what your eyes are telling you and what your ears hear from your neighbors. The reality is that these vaccines absolutely increase the risk of cardiac injury. And it's actually way beyond the myocarditis that you hear about. There's even something called subclinical myocarditis. And we were supposed to have data on that by now, but Pfizer got an extension on the, on the data deadline from the FDA. You know, it quietly got, got a six month, month extension on that. So yeah. it, is, it, it really is okay to believe what your eyes are telling you. And certainly people well, are voting this. that way. I mean, there's very little uptake of the bivalence. And, and that's it. That's all that, that Hannity dedicates. Mr. Pledge to get, like, he was, he was, he was relentless on this thing. And of course, all the advertising money Emerald Robinson exposed that was going into these news organizations from Pfizer that made it so they weren't allowed to speak out and say anything negative about this vaccine that's killed so much shot, that's killed so many people. Wait, that's where the, this exchange ends? That's it. Thank you, Sean Handy, for denouncing the misleading narratives that spread throughout the pandemic. In Florida, we believe the individuals have the right. What what, what is he thanking him for? I, I, There's barely anything was said. I know. I, I got a minute and 22 seconds, and then the music comes on at the end, meaning that's the cut of his, his segment. I don't if know why anybody sits down and watches television news. He's I got, really don't know. He's got a, a, a minute of, of intro question. Like, dude, you have somebody on your show. Well, let me say something, first of all. I would love for that man. What a nice bedside manner, right? Latipo, so calm and 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 intelligent. Like if he could be my doctor, I would be so happy. Love the guy. So kind. You can see it in his face. Just a great, great man. Besides that, I, he didn't get any time to talk. No, no. This is like Laura Ingram bringing on somebody to talk about UFOs for, uh, for a, a major UFO incident for two and a half minutes. Give us the entire history of the uh, of the whatever. You know, um, I, 
seriously, and I don't even watch Tucker. Uh, I don't sit down. And, no, I, I'm do not I. home. I'm not home to be able to sit down and watch anything live. Uh, I usually see the highlights afterwards. And from what I get, the only thing on this channel that is worth watching is Tucker Carlson because it, he puts together really amazing vignettes and he does deep dives with whatever time that he is given. He gets a lot of information out. It, it is the uh, only show worth watching if you're going to watch anything. My God, Hannity is just a it's just a, a brick wall of of just chasing your tail and crap and it just crap. I, I got to say, I'm I'm not, you know, already the, the Trump DeSantis spars are happening. And Gigi tweeted yesterday, it really sucks. I don't like seeing it either. These are two people that should be on the same team. Um, but if you're going to come at Ron DeSantis about the pandemic, make sure while you're doing it, you don't have tweets from your personal, from your Twitter account say, scolding people for reopening. Like saying they're reopening too early. Like right. yelling at DeSantis for keeping Florida closed at the same time as you're yelling at people for opening is not necessarily the best line of attack. There are other ways you can do it. it. On COVID, I don't think you should go at DeSantis on COVID. I think that's the last thing you go at DeSantis on. There's probably plenty of other things that President Trump can attack DeSantis on. COVID is not one of them. This man right here is the Surgeon General in the only state in the entire country that is investigating the vaccine. Okay, this man right here was brought in from America's frontline doctors to be the Surgeon General of Florida. Remember when he did the monoclonals for everybody when no one else was doing it? Don't go after DeSantis on COVID. It's not a smart move. If you want to go after him, find money or something or, or you know, private interests or something. Not COVID. Bad, bad move. Um, speaking of COVID and shots, Michelle and I published a column at the High Wire yesterday that goes through the absolutely terrible treatment of Angelia DeSalle at the hands of Twitter and Alex Berenson. And even Ian Miles Chung is in here. Let's watch Ange Angelia on January 5th, 2021. Oh, it stopped. Here we go. This is her. She's having ridiculous tremors. She can barely walk. Just terrible. She's in the hospital. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being no. like that? So Ian tweets at her, get yourself checked at a psych ward. Alex says, these shake videos are the long COVID of the anti-mRNA movement and equally credible. The biggest difference is that the middle-aged ladies in them are conservatives and not wokesters. Please stop. You aren't helping. M meanwhile, we have in here linked to her records where the doctor actually says she had a, quote, profound neurologic adverse response to COVID vaccine. That is in nobody's medical record who's had this problem. It's, and to mock her, here is um, 
Pierre Corey, who is treating her right now, talking about what he did. Why are we listening? Is it, get, to is it getting any better for her? She, I, you know, I've long. She is functioning now. She still has the problem, but she is starting to be able to function, which she wasn't able to do for a year at least, or two years now. Here. Go written. I, you know, I've long ago written off Berenson. I mean, he got one thing right. He just keeps piling on to his list of things he's getting wrong. Why are we listening to him? Good question. He's also saying that ivermectin doesn't work and has been for a very long time. But all of her medical records are available, and she and nobody you're gonna you're gonna say something. Um, there are twenty two thousand eight hundred cases where a vaccine is COVID nineteen, and symptom is tremor. Twenty two thousand eight hundred VARES reports of that. If, so, if yeah, so I, I you know I was just gonna say that that uh, tremors and people shaking. And all this neurological issues, these neurological issues of the like, that has not been in any way, shape, or form um, rare. It's been pretty common. I, I don't know why why the dog pile on this one this person who is showing more serious signs than others. And actually has pro proof documented medical records. Like if Berenson was a journalist before he slammed this woman, he quote tweeted her video when he said it. She has been the the butt of so much harassment and attacks on social media over the past week. Even Duolingo, we played this the other day, got involved with it. Um, Pierre Corey responded to Berenson and said, Angelia is my patient and has endured endless suffering for over two years now. An amount of suffering which most can barely imagine, although she's improving with treatment. What a tragic and damaging presence you have become with such an ignorant tweet. And again, all of her medical records are available. They've been released. She's released them. All he had to do was a simple search to find her. The High Wire has covered her for the two years. And then she says, he says, I've, I've, I hear from tons of people who have suffered serious mRNA injuries. Usually cardiac, sometimes autoimmune or other. Performative nonsense does not help their cause any more than the magnet 5G idiocy helped vaccine skeptics in 2021. And I'm going to call it out. What wow, you're cool. kind of oh. a horrible person does something like that? I mean, I, I, oh man. Um, somebody is posting in the chat saying, great, um, God, uh, oh, sorry, Peter McCullough. Remember, we had McCullough on the show when he was first sued by Baylor in Texas. That lawsuit was dismissed with prejudice just yesterday or the day before. So, so that means it can't be refiled. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, another random thing that I've come across, um... Did you know that in Canada, there is a quota on the amount of milk you're allowed to produce as a dairy farmer? I'm I'm not surprised. We, we've had a lot of things. We've had um, uh, the practice of forcing 
farmers in the United States over the years to dump uh, is is uh, is well known. So this is happening in Canada. Somebody went public with it from a dairy farm. 30,000 liters of milk because they've gone over quota. They're not allowed to donate it to a food bank, a hospital, a homeless shelter. Right down the drain. So it's $7 for a liter of milk in Canada when they could have boundless supply of milk. It's the same. No, we're, we're being we're being destroyed deliberately. We're being destroyed deliberately. This is why the 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 debating over whether or not we should say the 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 uh, the pledge of allegiance twice in a day, uh, all, all stuff like that. I just whatever, whatever. Because because while that is going on, this kind of stuff in whether it be Canada, the U.S. Uh, the, the closing of thousands, hundreds of farms in uh, in across Europe because of ridiculous environmental standards in a time where supplies are already so low, they're already so strained. You're stoking World War Three in in Eastern Europe. You, we're, it's just all deliberate. We're you know being it, we're having our throats cut. You know what it reminds me of? Um, Ethical skeptic had a tweet because he's been covering the excess deaths. I love this account. It's so good. Oh, he follows me now, too. I didn't know that. Um, he does the, the, the uh, not excess death statistics. He had a tweet the other day um, that said the only, it's getting so bad now that the only thing that they can, that will cover this up. Here. The only thing which can obfuscate this huge mistake at this point is a war, a big one. Yeah. 546,900 excess non-COVID natural cause deaths. And he's got all the data. He's got all the charts. He's very high level. Sometimes I have to really, really, really read his stuff three or four times to understand what he's saying because it's so scientific and data-driven. But it's a really, really great account if you want to know what the hell's actually going on with, with excess death. I tweeted him the other day and I said, I never like his threads because they never tell me anything good. They're always bad news. It's never good news. Well, I, it all ends in tears, Tracy. That's how it's been told to me. Um, it all ends in tears. They're, I, I, not, not to say that the phoenix will not rise from the ashes again and humanity will not climb back up that mountain and try all over. And that evil will uh, fall flat on its ass for all of the same reasons why it has in the past. But um, this, we're we're being killed. So this is this is a big part of it. And yes, war is going to be necessary. Uh, it, it, people need to understand that the whole agenda twenty thirty thing is not. They can't do that without a major clearing of the board of the chessboard. They can't rebuild like that. They're talking about the mar. Um, you, you know about the Marshall Plan after World War II to rebuild Europe. This is that is what Agenda 2030 is. It's the Marshall Plan, but it's planetary. Mm. So they need to flatten it first. Um, and uh, and and world prop population reduction by at least eighty percent is part of that. Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Goodness sakes. In everything that they've ever published on the subject, that is it. Well, we're going to oh. end the show on a happy note, Frank. With Good. An, with another you... retail compilation from Scott Sice. And then we'll say goodbye to our friends. 
Everybody sit back and watch. You should smile more. You should talk less. I had to come to work today. There's no rule that said I had to enjoy it. I'm a cashier, not a rocket. You want me to smile? Well, we don't always get what we want. Why do you think I'm here? Why can't I use the bathroom in the back? You don't work here. You want to use it? I'll grab you an application. Here's a better question. Why are you shopping on the brink of pissing yourself? Yeah, I have to take your shit. I don't have to smell it. Your PTO request was denied. Then I guess I'm calling in sick. You didn't think I had a backup plan? You just activated a trap card. I don't even know why they call it a request. It should be called a PTO warning because the only thing you can do is prepare. I'm returning this, but I don't have the receipt. And I don't have the patience to explain that's exactly what you need a receipt for. Is this your first time in a store? I can't look it up because you paid in cash and bought it six years ago. So why don't you return to your car and drive home? You own that. Can I get you anything else? How about a million dollars? I make minimum wage. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to be the laugh track. If you're making this joke, congrats. You're a dad wearing New Balance sneakers and your family's embarrassed. We can't keep smiling through this. It's killing us. I can talk, I'm just getting rung up. By a human being. <laughs> I will confiscate that phone like I'm your teacher. Who are you even talking to? I've known you for five seconds and I can guarantee no one wants to speak with you. Now hang up, I have to ask you about our rewards program. I know you're ringing them up, but I need help. Oh, I hate those people. I know. I hate those two. They stand there, they're like, there's a line of customers, but they're just like, in, in, go ahead. Yeah. You agree. Here we go. I agree. Yeah, no, I know, I know them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like they've it. been given the override, the override mm -hmm. button. They're more important they're, than everyone in line. Can I just override this conversation that you're having real quick? I need help. <laughs> line. You ever heard of those? Stores have had them since 1796. I'm trying to help someone. You're screaming in the background. What kind of middle child behavior is this? <laughs> Wait your turn. That's it for today. You have been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with... Thank God it's Friday, pal. And... Beans, you can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. on Rumble, Getter, and now Twitter. And don't forget to check out Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on QuiteFrankly.tv. We will be back here on Monday. Later. Later.